Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Unscrewed, the show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. I am your host, Jacqueline Friedman, and welcome to another episode of Spare Parts, where we bring you a little of this, a little of that, and get you in and out in 15 minutes or less. Hello, Unscrewed Nation. You all have been sending in a lot of delightful questions. And on top of that, I've been cleaning out my epically overwhelming email inbox and have discovered some questions that I didn't get to that I just missed because things got hairy there for a little bit. So I hope you'll indulge me as I do an all listener question episode of Spare Parts. So we're going to handle three questions in under 15 minutes. Buckle up and let's go. The first one is from listener Casey, who asked a question that's pretty apropos of last week's conversation, 100% more chill with Jimmy Briggs about reimagining masculinity. And Casey writes this. Hello, I greatly appreciate the work you do in promoting pleasure and activism in a world that is increasingly becoming more terrifying. Unscrewed is the brightest light in a culture that is completely screwed up about sexual culture. Oh, Casey, everyone loves hearing that their work is good. I wanted to express what might be an unpopular opinion concerning Donald. Although it's extremely satisfying to ridicule him at every level, I acknowledge that his actions are a direct product of toxic masculinity and ridiculing anything and everything from the size of his hands to his hair has the direct opposite results of what we are trying to accomplish as feminists to end these oppressive systems, which include systems of toxic masculinity. I will, of course, continue to point out his ineptitude as a leader, but I believe we are doing a disservice to all the little impressionable humans of the world by perpetuating criticism of him based on mainstream conceptualizations of manhood. Thank you for being a pleasure warrior. You are very welcome, Casey. Uh, And I'm really glad you wrote in about this because it's something that I've been struggling with. I can't remember we talked about this last year, but I started thinking about it actually when those activists sometime during the campaign last year made statues of naked Trump that seemed explicitly about fat shaming him and also about imagining that he has a tiny penis. And I thought, oh man, that hits me entirely the wrong way, right? This is the wrong way to go about belittling Trump. It's so tempting on one hand because it's what he cares about, right? Like, so we know that he cares mostly about being seen as like a big, powerful alpha man, right? So undermining him on those terms feels like a really great way of hitting his vulnerability. 
but I think you're totally right that it also reinforces a lot of shit that is bad for all of us, is bad for men, women, gender nonconforming folks, everybody. And so figuring out where the line is for me is where it gets a dicey. So the fat shaming stuff, the little penis stuff, that seemed way over the line to me. I hadn't really thought before you wrote about talking about his little hands, but you're right, of course, because when he gets mocked for having little hands, there's no way to separate that from the fact that culturally we assume that hand size is related to penis size. So I definitely have been guilty of talking about his tiny little hands. So I apologize. But I think that you're correct. I don't know about his hair. I think his hair is just weird and about his like utter vanity, which I don't think is gendered in any particular way. I feel like it's about how self-deluded he is into thinking that we don't see through the artifice of his vanity. I just don't see the hair stuff as that attached to masculinity. I know it's a it's covering up for baldness, which is a boy thing, but women have all kinds of hair vanities too. I don't know. I feel less clear about the hair thing. I'm not sure I'm I'm ready to say that the hair is off limits and supporting toxic masculinity. That shit is just really, really whack. Um, <laughs> feel free to disagree with me on Scrutination and Casey. But I think your overall point is correct, which is as tempting it is, as it is to hit him in those places about his masculinity, when we do, we're hitting other people too. Other people who are more tender and a lot less evil. In fact, probably not evil at all. And so we really need to be thoughtful about, yeah, collateral damage when we're going after Trump. Casey, I really thank you for writing in about that. And I'm sorry it took me so long to respond to you. I plead book madness. Next question. This one is from listener Jessica, who writes... I was sexually assaulted about a year ago and haven't had sex since, for the most part because there hasn't been anyone I want to have sex with other than myself. At first, it was difficult to masturbate because either he, the things we did consensually, or the actual assault would cross my mind. I was able to push through that and now my solo sex life is awesome again. That said, I hate that he's the last person I slept with and that my last partnered sex experience was so horrible. I'm really tempted to remedy that by calling up a friend I've slept with before, explaining to him the fucked up situation and having a healing experience. Is that a bad idea? Oh, Jessica, first of all, I am really fucking sorry that he did that to you. There's nothing you could have done to deserve it. That's horrible. I'm really proud of you and impressed with you for already sort of being back to a place where you feel great with your solo sex life and how committed you seem to be to reclaiming that and to not letting him take your sexual pleasure from you on any kind of permanent basis. That's amazing and sounds like you're doing really great healing work for yourself. Is it a bad idea to call up a friend, explain the situation and have sex? I don't see that it's inherently a bad idea. I do think explicitly explaining the situation to your male friend is a key part of that. So I was glad to see that you mentioned it. He would have to decide it wasn't a bad idea also. I don't hear any red flags in this plan. It seems like a good plan as long as you and he are both totally understanding what's happening and totally happily on board. I certainly wouldn't say this is a good thing for all survivors to do, but it sounds like a thing you want to do. And I think that 
the key actually to healing and reclaiming your body and your sexuality after sexual violence, one of the keys is reclaiming sovereignty or reclaiming that decision-making process, right? Reclaiming the ability to say, I want this and not that, because that was what was taken from you. And so it could be really powerful for you to be like, I want this and to like go out and affirm that you get to call the shots about what's happening with your body and your sex life. I also want to recommend a book. It's called Healing Sex by Stacey Haynes. It's specifically targeted to survivors of childhood sexual abuse, but I think there's a lot of great stuff in there for survivors of all kinds of sexual assault and violence. So if you're wanting a more elaborate framework or exercises or just like more help in thinking about how to heal your your sense of your your sexual self I found that book to be really really helpful let us know how it goes we're rooting for you I hope you have an amazing time I hope that your friend says yes and you have an amazing time because that's what you deserve all right one more question for this week this comes from listener Jules who writes First of all, I wanted to let you know that I absolutely love Unscrewed. It has been so informative and helpful to me while I'm trying to figure out what sort of woman I actually am. I'm a 23-year-old student who is in no way done growing up and figuring out what the fuck is going on in life. Jules, I'm so glad that you're enjoying the show. And I also feel like I want to tell you explicitly that if you do life right, you will never be done growing up and figuring out what the fuck is going on in life. So I hope that you get more comfortable with that feeling, but that feeling doesn't ever entirely go away. Jules continues. For a while now, I haven't been shaving my armpits, pubic area, or legs regularly for numerous reasons. I don't mind armpit hair. I don't really see a point in shaving my legs in the winter because it's cold anyway, and the hair on my legs is too light to really make a difference when I wear dresses. And shaving my pubic hair is just too annoying for me. I shave whenever I feel like it, but that is sometimes only once every two months. I've been single for about two years now, and these things have never been an issue. However, now I've met someone whom I like very much. It's slowly starting to heat up between us, and they've been very respectful about my boundaries and wanting to take it slow. I'm unsure about how to have the body hair conversation, though. By that, I mean, how am I supposed to tell them that I prefer my body hair in a certain way without sounding either apologetic or challenging? I know this is not a conversation you should need to have, and they've never commented on my body hair. The relationship hasn't progressed far enough for them to take my panties off at the time that I'm writing this. And I'm fairly sure they wouldn't mind, but in our clean-shaven, hairless Western society, it still feels like something you should talk about, and it makes me feel insecure about my choices. TLDR, how can I discuss the topic of my body hair with a potential partner in a mutually respectful way? Jules, this is the second question I've got about body hair in like two months. Is there a lot of body hair insecurity out there? I feel like I want to hug you. Here's the thing. You're totally correct that you do not owe your partner a conversation at all. Your body is your body. I'm assuming you wouldn't say, hey, I know my toes are this certain shape. I hope that doesn't bother you, right? Like I tend to assume that a sexual partner likes my body unless I'm presented with evidence to the contrary. But it sounds like maybe having this conversation will put you at ease. And if that's the case, if you want to do this conversation for you, I would approach it that way, right? So you definitely have nothing to apologize for. I also think there are fewer people who are hairless than you think. So tell them more or less what you're telling me, right? So say, 
I want to talk to you about something that I think should be no big deal, but I'm worried it might be, here's the situation about how I feel about my body hair. And just sort of tell them that that you haven't ever gotten a sense from them that they're body shaming or that this is an issue and that you're probably not telling them this in a way that has anything to do with them as an individual person. You are just telling this to them because you have your own cultural anxiety about how it's going to be read. So basically what I'm saying is, have a conversation with them that asks them to partner you, right? Like that, that's basically asking them to make space for the fact that you're having an insecurity about something, which is basically what you're describing. You feel insecure about, not about your choice, but about the way it'll be received, right? It sounds like you feel perfectly fine about the choice when you're by yourself. It's just, you feel insecure about how it's going to affect your interactions with a sex partner. And I would literally just say that to them. It's not confrontational in the least, right? It's sort of asking them to just sort of make space for the fact that you have this anxiety that really doesn't have a lot to do with them. And hopefully they'll be really validating and kind about it. And if they're not, then they're telling you they're not a good sex partner for you. And you can do whatever you want with that information, but it's good to know. Again, I don't think that a conversation is required at all. You don't have any responsibility to justify your body to anyone, any part of it. But if it would make you feel better and make you able to be more present when you do get naked together, just tell them that. Just tell them like, hey, maybe you're going to think this is silly or something, but like, I'll be able to be more present if we just talk about this in advance and I, I hear from you that you're cool and it's not a thing. So good luck with that and let us know how it goes. And everybody else, if you have sex or sex advice or sexual culture questions or ideas you want me and a guest to talk about on a future show, you know what to do. Write me at unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com, J-A-C-L-Y-N-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N.com. You can also use that address to tell me what you think of these advice questions or if you've been in similar situations. If you have further advice you want to give to folks, I can share that on a future show. Let me know what you think about What's fair game when insulting Trump? <laughs> also, it'd be a fun conversation to have. So you can email that conversation to me at unscrewed at JacquelineFreeman.com or you can have it on Twitter. Use the Twitter hashtag unscrewed and at me at JacquelineF, J-A-C-L-Y-N-F on Twitter. And let's get into it there. I love talking about this stuff. I love hearing from you. Let's hang, unscrewed nation. That's all we have time for this week. We got it done under the wire. You can find Unscrewed wherever fine podcasts are available. iTunes is now called Apple Podcasts, I think, but it's the same thing. You can find us there. You can find us on Stitcher, on Acast, you name it, we're there. And if we're not somewhere that you want us to be, just drop me a line and I'll try and get us streaming there too. While you are in there looking at this episode, wherever you are, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. And you know, shoot us five stars, shoot us a little review. It really helps other people find the show. Unscrewed is produced and edited by yours truly, Jacqueline Friedman. Our in and out music is by The Pink Tiles and the cover art is by Nicole Dodonna and was developed in collaboration with the establishment who also developed the sound cues. Until next week, I'm wishing you safe and happy sex lives. (laughs) 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.